0: Now, get undressed. Get undressed? Remove your clothes. Please, uh, remove your clothes, or would you like us to do it for you? Yo, yo, what's up everybody, E-Society Podcast. Well, Random Days of Christmas continues tonight. I am coming at you with the 1999 Stanley Kubrick film, Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes wide shut. Rated R. After Doctor Bill Hatford's, Hartford's wife Alice, admits of having sexual fantasies about a man she met, Bill becomes obsessed with having a sexual encounter. He discovers an underground sexu- sexual sexual group, and attends one of her meetings, or one of their meetings, and quickly discovers that he is over his head. All right, that's uh. Excuse me. Um, Google and what does IMDb have to say? A Manhattan doctor embarks on a bizarre night long odyssey after his wife's admission of unfulfilled longing. Okay. Uh, This stars. Uh, Tom Cruise, uh, Nicole Kidman, Academy Award Nicole Kidman, I believe. I could be wrong. I, I think she won something. Anyway, Todd Field, Sidney Pollack, a Madison, Ingham, uh, Sky Dumont, a Julianne Davis, uh, Thomas Gibson, um. I'm just trying to look at these pictures to see. There's a ton of people in this film uh, that you know. That's the ones I'm really going for. Um, Who else? Um, I know there was a very young Lily Sobieski. I think that's I say her last name. And then this guy, I just know him as. uh, Yeah, this is him, Boris the Blade from uh, Snatch. A ooh, I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh Roddy Serbedzija. I don't know how to say his name, but him. <laughs> he I should remember Boris the Blade. Um Alan Cummings in this. Um and then there's another another woman. She was in what was that movie? I know she was well, she was that her in uh Ladybugs and Hills Have Eyes remake? Uh I could be wrong. I um, might be thinking of somebody totally different, but um is this her? Let me see. No, that is Oh, she played the the little young daughter, but now she's all older in this picture. Um that's not her. Oh, no, I think she, oh, she played the drugged out girl. Some of you are probably going, what are you talking about? If you guys, I love Stanley Kubrick, one of my favorite directors. And this was his very last film before he had passed. And I thought this movie was awesome. I remember the first time I saw it, I watched it. I didn't see it in the theater. I missed it. Or it wasn't, I don't think it was up here. A, anyway, um, I missed it. And it's theater theatrical run. So, oh, it says Kate uh, Blanchett's in this as well. Says mysterious woman. Oh, I guess it's just her voice. Okay. Um, guess I'll have to rewatch it and pay attention. This is, I'm looking at uh, IMDb, and there's a lot of people that were uncredited, and people that were just uh, rehearsed only. Uh, Harvey Keitel was was one of the rehearsal people. Um, God dang it! What is that girl's name? It's gonna drive me nuts until I figure. Figure it, figure it out. Um, I think that was her. I, I could be wrong. Let me see. Was she? Okay. She was in Ladybugs. And Vanessa Shaw is the one, I think, that's... Oh, okay. That is her. Uh, she played uh, Domino, for, for those of you that, that know <laughs> this film. All right. I knew that was her. Anyway, eyes wide shut. Again, this movie was it was weird. Um, so one of my friends was listening to the the last few shows, and he was asking me why Why are you doing these movies? They got nothing to do with Christmas." I explained it on uh, Trading Places that I think it was Trading Places that I'm just doing movies that are considered they're not that are not considered uh, your typical Christmas films. Like okay, this is something I found that I want to read really quick. What what constitutes a Christmas film? We know that Christmas Story is a Christmas film. It Happened on Fifth Avenue is a Christmas film. But is Gremlins a Christmas film? Is Edward Scissorhands? Uh, How about Batman Returns? Reindeer Games? Black Christmas? (laughs) Or Trading Places? Uh, They all take place during the holiday season. Yet the uh, aforementioned is not uncommonly regarded as Christmas films. All right. Exactly. Uh, it's. I just found this, everyone. I mean, we already did <laughs> Batman Returns last year. Uh, we did Reindeer Games already. Black Christmas, I believe, Brian and I. I can't remember if it was for this, for E-Society, or if it was for one of the Horror Returns things we were doing. Um, I'm all over the place, everyone. Uh, I'm a part of the, uh, the Horror Returns family, so go over to thehorrorreturns.com and listen to everything we got over there. But uh, I know Brian and I did Black Christmas. We did all three of them. We did the 74 one, the original 74 one, which is an amazing film. We did the, um, when did that other one come out? Um, I think it was in the early 2000s or was it in the late 90s? Um, and we also did the, uh, the, the 2019 Black Christmas film. They were saying it's a remake. It. Had nothing to do with the original Black Christmas story. I think it's only by title. Um, Oh, uh, 2006, we did that Black Christmas as well. That one was awesome. Uh, I love the original one, uh, but I would go with the first remake uh, more. I, I did like the 2019 one. I know a lot of people didn't care for it. Um, And some people were like, ah, it's just a man-hating movie. Get over it. (laughs) But I I love that movie. Check it out if you guys haven't seen it. But anyway, Eyes Wide Shut, uh, directed by the late and great Stanley Kubrick. Um, I know from everything that I've read and interviews i said, he is a pain to work with uh, just because he films his scenes over like a billion times before. Uh, he just settles on one. He's a perfectionist, from what I read, but I didn't know the man. Uh, Clockwork Orange is probably my favorite film of his. I, I love that one. Um, the Shining is amazing. Um, is it Barry Lyndon? I didn't care for the movie, but I loved how he shot it. Um, I, thought I should, of course, uh, Full Metal Jacket, amazing film. Then there was another one he did that I really enjoyed. Um, I know we're supposed to be talking about this one, but <laughs> I'm gonna fall down this Stanley Kubrick hole. Um, was it Doctor Strange Love? Did he do that one? I someone's probably going, no, he didn't. Or someone's probably going, yeah, that movie. I can't remember. I'm trying to find uh, a list of his films. It should be simple and easy, but I'm on Wikipedia and it's showing me everything but that. <laughs> but, let me go back. Um, let me see. Uh, I guess it, oh, I was already on IMDb. Should have just clicked his name on the movies he has directed. Uh, he's directed sixteen films, and I believe I have seen them all. Uh, not so much as short films. Um, Spartacus. That was cool. That was that was a good film. Uh, if you guys have seen that one with um, it's so Kurt Douglas and uh uh Stoney Curtis, uh, Tony Curtis, <laughs> Stoney Curtis is from the Flintstones. Um, uh, Lolita, I did see that one a very long time ago. I don't really remember. I might have to rewatch it. Okay, Doctor Strange Love, I thought that was good. Uh, Two thousand one, a space odyssey that took me a million watches to. Kind of get it, but I'm still confused on the whole thing. Uh, a Clockwork Orange, amazing film, my my favorite film of his. Barry Lyndon, again, that was it was a good movie, but it was just kind of slow. Uh, the Shining, Full Metal Jacket, and his last film in 1999, Eyes Wide Shut. Uh, but this one, it does take place during uh, the Christmas season, so that's why I'm bringing it to you guys. But this one, I won't really, really dive into it because I would love to have somebody with me to dive, do a deep dive into this film. But it is just a film of a couple in New York. Um, at first I thought they filmed this like in a studio somewhere and just had a set. It might have been uh, a big set. Uh, I think it was a big set, but it wasn't filmed here in America. I believe it was filmed... Uh, somewhere else Let me see Um, Where was the f- Okay filming Principal photography November. <laughs> uh, okay London's Pinewood Studios is where they filmed all this So obviously the streets uh, And everything of course there was some outside Shots of, of stuff in that But the majority of it was probably in a studio When they're walking around the streets And everything but Dr. William Harford, Bill, that's uh, Tom Cruise, and his wife uh, Alice, the beautiful Nicole Kidman. They live in New York City and their daughter Helena. Um, at a Christmas party hosted by patient Victor Zelger, Bill reunites with an old medical school classmate, Nick Nightingale, who plays piano professionally. And order, An older Hannigan guest attempts to seduce Alice and the two young models seduce Bill all right um yeah in the beginning we're introduced to them they're getting ready for a party uh i don't know how your relationship ship is with your significant other but for me personally my wife wouldn't let wouldn't go sitting on the toilet and and take a take a squirt if i'm in the bathroom uh, looking in the mirror or whatever i mean that was just me just kind of wait what's happening here uh, I don't do that. I mean, my wife wouldn't even want me in there anyway. And I don't think um, she wouldn't want me standing there uh, taking a piss while she's brushing her teeth or something. But uh, it's, it's nothing to do really with it. was just, I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, but anyway, so they're getting ready. They go to this party uh, for one of Bill's friends. And he is just, uh, I think it was Sidney Pollock was his name. Or not, the actor's name, Victor Zegler or whatever. Um he there's throwing a show and uh to me this made this rich people. I mean even if I was super rich, I don't think I would act the way the rich people were in this film. (laughs) But it's a party, holiday party. Everyone's getting their party on and it's not a wild out of control party, but it we'll get to that party in a minute. But anyway, so but uh, Alice is kind of dancing around and she's a, she's a little lit up and buzzed I believe they were smoking before they went and so she's a little lit up already plus I'm sure she's had a few drinks there's some older guy just dancing with her and just uh, spitting his game on her and totally trying to seduce her but she's just like she's kind of <laughs> giggling with it and all of this but she's I guess she's not that drunk to go alright cool let's go Uh, Bill's walking around these two gorgeous models come up to him and they're trying to yeah come with us and uh, we'll party and and see what happens and he's just um, he's a man (laughs) everyone but should he have just getting all ladies I'm good leave me alone but nah okay (laughs) so he kind of just it's for the movie. Um, he just kind of strolls along, talking, giggling, laughing with them. But then one of his buddies is like, "Hey, uh, uh, I need you to come upstairs uh, really quick and, and help out." So he goes upstairs, and uh, the guy that his buddy Vic that's run the place, he's um, he's got some little overdosed uh, young woman up there, and he's trying to talk to her and making sure she's all right. And she's just whatever. He I guess she was doing coke or something i don't know what but she's just all out of it and he's like ah you're okay you're okay he just realizes that she well just kind of keep her up here and we'll we'll see how it goes but he doesn't rush her to the hospital or everything but i mean i understand it uh victor doesn't want to be like oh i was upstairs partying with this girl and, and now she's dead or whatever but i don't know he's trying to let's let's keep this on the low so uh the next the, the next day Bill and them Bill and his wife are doing their thing, hanging out and everything, and then she kinda comes up with this talking to him their though well, this is the scene when they were lit up when they were smoking. And she was kinda just have they're having this conversation and I guess they went on some cruise or something and she saw some uh, I think it was this navy soldier guy. Uh in her fantasy he was a good looking guy. But she was basically telling him, like, yeah, she just had this fantasy of him. And how she went and had sex with him and all this. Um, I don't know. Maybe, again, people have different relationships. I wouldn't want to hear nothing like that. And I'm sure my wife wouldn't want me explaining some fantasy about me uh, with some other girl that I saw on a cruise. (laughs) So uh again that's me if you do what hey you you party anyway so again it probably won't get to everyone it would get to me i I guarantee you it it would bug me so it starts to bother him because he's really just kind of okay um i don't know how to take this but i mean nothing happened i mean it was just a fantasy that she had that she told him um uh, were they drinking too? Because I know If you drink alcohol things just your mind get you it, it's you're not the best judgment and you start spitting things out, but so he's kind of like, okay, I'm not really down with this, but doesn't tell her uh he's kind of like, okay, so he's just doing this thing.' um he's gets in a cab or whatever and everything I mean this is like like the next day and he's just kind of walking the streets and he kind of runs into um or he. I think there was a scene where he was in a cab and he's driving along and he's listening or he's just imagining uh his wife having sex with some dude I mean they're they're showing this <laughs> so um I mean they're showing his what he's thinking in his mind what he sees in his mind who knows this uh she, this this naval guy i assume he was an officer cuz he's in his whites um again he's a good looking guy i don't know who the actor was but it's it's just bugging the hell out of him like why why did you tell me this this now this is all i'm going to dwell on so he's doing the, his thing he's kind of just walking around uh new york city at night And um, he ends up uh, meeting uh, Domino. She's a prostitute. And he kind of, she's like, yeah, hey, come party with me. And he's like, "Uh, okay. So he goes to, um, he goes up there and kind of just goes to her apartment. He starts talking to her and kind of going over how much. And she's basically, she kind of like was ready to go. But then she, I don't know, she kind of realized that he wasn't. This wasn't for him or something. So he's like, you know what? Here, here, I'll pay you whatever. I'm, I'm out of here. So he ends up leaving her. He goes. He's walking along. He met his uh, his buddy earlier. Uh, this guy, uh, Nightingale, Nick Nightingale, who's playing piano at that party. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm playing down the village. You should just uh, pop in at whatever club. So while uh, Bill's walking around, he wa- he passes this nightclub. And he sees uh, Nick's picture on the on in the on the little uh, display poster outside. So he goes in, he catches the end of the show, and then there's like kind of hangs out and they're talking. And he's like, "Yeah, he goes, hey, we should go uh, hang out some more." I don't know what time it is, but it's probably some crazy time of the night. And yeah. again this, this for someone's probably going well where's the Christmas theme this has all happened during the holiday scene because there's uh Christmas trees in their house there's Christmas lights everywhere when he's walking around so when he's talking to Nick in this club and he's telling him yeah well I'm kind of I got something going on later and um yeah I don't I don't think it, we, we maybe we can hang out some other time and then uh Bill's kind of like well what do you got going on he goes well I shouldn't really be talking about this but There's this job that I gotta Do and he's telling them, well where Is it and he goes I don't know it's a different location Every time and he tells Him he goes yeah they just text me and I they pick me up and take me And I'm blindfolded The whole time and all I do is play piano So he's like uh, okay So and he's like um And but Bill's like Come on dude you gotta you gotta let me in on this I, I need to I assume just get his mind off of things, <laughs> but he's kind of telling him I-, I need to see what what you're talking about. So he tells him uh, there's a password that you got to go, and uh, he has the address of the place. Because while he's talking to him, these guys, the people, texted him, "Here's the address, and uh, we'll come pick you up, <laughs> or take a cab or wherever." So he, um, okay, he uh, he gives them the address he tells them the password and then he's like all right man I, I gotta go so i could so he jets he nick takes off um but he tells him he's like look um oh because when he was telling him the story i think what got uh bill excited to or intrigued to see what was at this party he was telling me because yeah they're blindfolded me but um there was one time the blindfold wasn't on very good and he was like he was able to see what was going on at this little party that he was at and he was like man it was wild so and that's when bill's like i need to go to this and then that's he so he gave him the password gave him the address and everything and where to go so but he goes yeah man these people show up everyone's wearing tuxedos and then they got uh, capes and masks and this and that so he's like all right well it's pretty late. Again, I don't know what time it is. Sometime in the a.m. And he's like, okay. So he goes up to uh, Rainbow Fashions, I guess. Uh, Bill knew somebody there at one time. So when he goes there, he's like, hey, I I, I need. Uh... Or no, he gets there. And this is when uh, he's only Boris the Blade to me, everyone. Uh, I believe he's Russian as well. He goes up uh, to the place and he is telling them like, hey, uh, I'm looking for. Uh, so and so, uh, one of his friends, and then I think his name is Mister Milch, I believe, and uh, he's like, uh, there's that guy. He sold his business, and he's not here anymore. And he's like, "Mm, okay, and he goes, well, kind of. uh, Well, I'm in a situation. I have something to go to, and I need uh to rent a tux, a cape, and a and a mask. And he's like, look, man, I'll, I'll double the price, uh, for what it is. And then he's kind of like, mm, all right, so he lets him in. He kind of goes up to look, at. all right, you look like you're this size. Okay, here's a cape, and we'll get you a mask. While he's talking to him, he's like, he notices something. Uh, this is all what Boris the Blade is doing. And he looks around, and there's like a little side room. And it is um, like a, with a sliding glass door, and there's a couch in there. He walks in there and looks. And there's Chinese food containers and everything. And he's like, what the hell is this? He goes around and he looks behind this couch. And his daughter's there. That is um, uh, Lily, Lily Sobieski. I believe that's her name. And she's in her little bra and her underwear. And he's like, what the fuck is going on in here? And uh, he starts yelling at her. And then he kind of looks around the room. And then he finds out that she's in there with two older Asian guys and i was like what the hell is going on here so he's just like oh man he just he doesn't know what's going on (laughs) so he he's uh basically i don't know this little young girl is doing god knows what uh with these two guys um so he kind of locks those guys in, and he's getting ready to like spank her or beat her or whatever. But then he's like, "Hey man, I'm sorry. Uh, those those Asian guys are locked up in that room." And she goes, and she was hiding behind Bill for a minute, and then she kind of whispers something to him, but we don't. I don't really think we know what she said. Um. So Bill's like, "I I'm in a rush, man. Can you give me what I need?" And he's like, "Yeah, okay." So he he, he takes off and and all that. So he goes to this place. He goes to the to the mansion. Uh, he gets to the gate. He pulls up in a taxi cab, and then he pulls up to the front. He goes up there. Uh, he gives the guys the password. Uh, this limo comes down, picks him up, and takes him up to the mansion. And then he goes in, um, and he's just in. There's this big room. There's all kinds of people in this big. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Part of the, the mansion or, or whatever, so uh, it's like a big giant room. If you guys have seen the, if you guys have seen the film, you know uh, what I'm talking about. Um, but he is in there and he's looking around. There's some kind of ceremony going on, and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. It's like a, a room full of uh, people. And he, uh, well, I'm watching this right now. I had to find a video on YouTube. When he rolls into the, into the mansion, he doesn't have his mask on. He, he has um, uh, his suit and his cloak on and everything. So he puts his mask on. When he walks in, there's another guy uh, wearing a mask as well. And then he puts his hood on. And then he goes into this big giant room and this is where everything is going on there's some kind of i don't know ritual thing or whatever i mean the, all the servants that are in there people in tuxedos and everything everybody's wearing a mask but in the in this big main room there's like a lower level and then there's like balcony levels uh, everybody's uh has masks on they have black cloaks there's people up in the balcony area there's the i guess the main guy in red is walking around and it looks like he's holding some kind of Little pot, I don't know, blessing the circle or whatever. And then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think like ten, 10 women on their knees in black cloaks and masks. And they're doing some crazy ritual. We see Nick in the background. He's playing uh, the piano. And the music in there is just eerie. And I mean, this whole thing is is eerie. And I don't know, do rich people really do this? I, I don't know. Um, I've read some things, and some people say, yeah, I don't know. Even if I was super duper rich, would I want to be a part of this? Hell no, I wouldn't. And what does this have to do with Christmas? <laughs> it's happening during the holidays. <laughs> but anyway, so he, he he sees all this, and he he doesn't know what the hell's happening. So they have some kind of little ceremony. The, the ladies take their disrobe they're they're topless and they have little spankies on little g-strings and then they're like okay go pick someone so the women kind of walk off and, and pick uh whoever and then they go off and do things and then the guy's like all right yeah go go uh venture around so we see uh bill walking through the the mansion going from room to room and it's just like Orgies going on in every room uh, From what I understood uh, They had to go in when the ratings board watched I guess that first couple cuts uh, They're like we can't We can't put an R rating on this There's too much sex and everything going on This, We're going to put an X on it So Stanley had to go back And uh, they said they uh, CGI'd people Standing in front of uh, the people haven't said you, you see what they're doing, but there's like maybe somebody sitting there and you can't see their full bodies because there's just all kinds of chaos going on in, in this party. And the, one of the ladies that kind of walks up to him, she comes up and starts talking to him and telling him like, yeah, come with me. So he kind of walk. she walks so takes him off to this corridor and is telling him like, look, um, you shouldn't be here. And he's like, uh, I think you're mistaken. She goes, no, you you shouldn't be here. You need to get out of here. There's crazy shit going down and leave. And he's like, uh, like, tell me your name. And she's like, no, no. So while she's talking to him, one of the servants come over and said, hey, you need to. Um, they grab her and they say, you need to come uh, with me. So they kind of take her away. So while he's standing there. Uh, One of the uh, servants uh, comes up to him and tells him, like, hey, um, your driver is out front. Uh, He needs to speak with you. So he's like, "Uh, okay. So Bill walks uh, with uh, the servant and then he goes uh, back to the way he came out. But when he gets there, um, again, he's walking through the the craziness. Uh, There's a scene where there's people dancing. Uh, men and women are naked and they're dancing with uh, other uh, patrons of the party. Um, I see a naked guy standing there dancing with some guy in a tuxedo and I don't know. It, just, I don't know what's happening. Rich people are weird. So in this movie anyway. So uh, we see Nick being walked away by one of the servants. Um, the other servant guy takes uh, Nick down the hall and he takes him back. To that big room. Where everything was going on when he first got there. And. What I loved about this scene. Other than how they shot it. Is when Nick walks in. All of There's there's no more people in the balcony. Everybody's down on the floor. All wearing the black cloaks. And the the crazy masks. Uh, We see the guy that was in the red cloak. He's sitting in the center of this circle. And he's got some other guys in blue cloaks around him. But. That's not what I loved about this scene. What the thing I loved the the whole movie, but what I loved was the music. It was just a piano, just a couple, a, no, a few notes over and over. And then the camera starts panning around and seeing all these crazy masks, and he still doesn't know what the hell's happening. The um, the guy in red tells him to come, come up here. And so he kind of walks up there and he tells him like, Oh, what's the password? And he tells him and he goes, well thats that is that, that is the password. And then he's like, um, what's the, uh, the house password. And he's like, uh, he doesn't know it. And then they basically tell him like, look, we know you're not supposed to be here. And they tells him, um, take your mask off So he does uh, All the people in there surround him And He doesn't know what's going on And But then the guy when he's talking to him He's telling him All kinds of stuff like look We know We don't know who you are Yet But um, What you've seen here Is Mm-mm. Yeah, this is, this is a no go. I'm just kind of giving you the, the the small gist of it. But he they tell him like, look, um, you cannot tell anyone what you've been here. I think they were getting getting ready to kill him because at one point they told him, they said, look, um, you need to take off all your clothes. They they made him take his mask off so everyone saw his face, and then they told him he's like look now you need to take all your clothes off and I don't know what they were going to do I don't know if they were going to rape him or, or what but just when he was like I'm inside his mind he's probably like going, oh, fuck man because I ain't taking my clothes off in front of these weirdos so they um, oh uh, he he tells him like look oh before when they, when they were gonna, he goes look if you don't take your clothes off we're going to get somebody to come take your clothes off so he's like, uh, <laughs> um, there, they, uh, oh, before anything, I'm trying to think, um, the lady that he was talking to earlier, she's like, Hey, she's like up in the, up in the balcony and saying that, um, I will be the one to, uh, take his place. And he's like, uh so i guess they were gonna sacrifice him or something um i i I don't know what they were gonna do They they didn't really go into it so she goes look i'll i'll give myself in his place and let him go so the the guy was like okay well we're gonna do that we're gonna do whatever we're gonna do to you and then um uh, well, yeah, party party on. But but they told they warned him. They told him. They said, look, you cannot talk about any of this on what you saw. Okay, let me read this. um After leaving Bill's man's prostitute, Bill offers money. Bill comes to a field. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Bill goes to the mansion and gives a password, discovering sexual ritual and progress. A masked woman warns him. Uh, In his danger, the master of ceremonies unmasks him, but the woman who warned him intervenes. She insists on redeeming him at the personal cost. Bill is let off with a warning to keep quiet. All right. So, yeah, she said basically that she's going to trade places with him. But they told him, they're like, look, we know who you are. We know what you look like. And you better not say anything about this because we have people watching you. So get lost. So he left. And he was like, oh, he was just scared. So he ended up going home. It says, Bill comes home feeling guilty and confused only to find Alice laughing in her sleep. Yeah, she was laying there laughing. Uh, he wakes her up and she tearfully tells him about a dream. She was having sex uh, with a naval officer and many other men and laughing at the idea of Bill watching. Uh, okay. The next day, Bill goes to Nicky's, the Nick Nick's hotel. Okay. So, yeah, when he got home, found his wife laughing and she woke up and she could have just said, I don't know, I was having a dream and left, left it at that. But she had to tell him. And I'm sure that made him go more like, oh, what the hell? What the hell am I? What's what's my wife doing? So he like. Uh, all right. So the next morning, like I says, he goes to Nick's hotel and he's asking for for Nick. Um, this is um, was it Bill Cummings. Is that that guy's name? Uh, he was the 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 guy at the desk and he's telling him like, oh, he's he's not here. He he left uh early this morning and then he's like oh well was he okay uh, and he goes um there were some guys that were with him and uh he looked kind of roughed up and then well, what do you mean he goes i don't look like they beat him up or something and he's like uh okay so now bill knows all this and he's kind of like oh man so he goes back to uh uh, it says, Bill goes to Nick's hotel, but the Discord tells him that Nick left with two dangerous-looking men. All right, so he did that. Okay, Bill goes back to the Rainbow Fashions and takes uh, that costume back. And when he is looking, or he's, uh, uh, Boris the Blade is there. And he's like, all right, here's the, the cloak, here's the suit, but we're missing the mask. And he's like, oh, well, it should be there. He goes, well, it's not here. And like, okay, well, just... um. Yeah, we'll just I'll just charge you for it and whatever. Life goes on. Uh, but it says here the next day, Bill goes to Bill returns the costume, but realizes he has misplaced the mask, and then learns that Milch has sold his teenage daughter into sex slavery. All right, this was weird because when he, when he's he's telling him all this and and about the mask and everything, and then he see then his daughter comes out again. I think. And he basically told him, like, look, um, if you want to get it on with her, uh, it's gonna cost you this and that. And he's bills like, what the fuck? He kind of just uh, gets out of there basically. And so, yeah, I guess Boris the Blade is doing dirty stuff, uh, selling his daughter. That's probably why he was selling his daughter to those Asian guys or whatever. I don't know. And it's, it's weird. There's a lot of weird things that didn't we didn't find out the meaning for. <laughs> so. So, um, okay, I'm reading this. In the afternoon, consumed by thoughts of his wife's uh, infidelity, Bill leaves work and returns home uh, to the site of the orgy. Okay, he goes back to that place where the that mansion He gets there, he doesn't, it's all during the day. Uh, these guys come down uh, from the mansion, they give him something, and he opens it up, and it's uh, a letter. At the front gate, he is handed an envelope with a warning to stay away. Yeah, basically, he said, "Look, all right. Again, we know who you are. Stay away from us. Don't ever come here again." Um, it says uh, that evening, Bill tries to call Marion, but hangs up when her fiance answers. He decides to go to Domino's apartment to con- uh, to consummate their affair, but is met by her roommate Sally. It says, although there is sexual tension between them, Sally informs Bill that Domino had just received news that she is HIV positive, and Bill gets out of there. He didn't do nothing with her, so he's probably safe. But, um, there, uh, yeah, because he goes there, and then that's when her roommate, which was uh, another beautiful woman, uh, <laughs> tells him, Yeah, she's, uh, I don't think you want to do that. So Bill's kind of like, All right, well, let's get out of here says after bill leaving the after leaving the apartment bill is followed by a mysterious figure he discovers that it's an ex sh- that the ex beauty queen mandy has died from an overdose from f- and and he goes and identifies her at the morgue all right i believe that was the girl that that was um at the the party because he was trying to just figure out uh, is the girl that uh, uh, took place with him at the party so he could leave. He was just worried, like, well, what'd they do to her? And they find out that that, that she had died. I think, I think that was her. Um, but so he's kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, let me see. Uh, later, Zegler su- assum- summons him in admits of being a guest at the orgy, revealing that Bill uh, was identified through his association with Nick zeg- Zegler. Uh, assures bill that the secret society only aims to intimidate him into silence, but implies that they may, they are capable of taking action if necessary. So, yeah. So, uh, the guy from the beginning of the party, who had the little, dr- the, uh, the, the, doctor or whatever. I think it was a doctor. No, he wasn't the bills, the doctor, but his buddy, uh, Vic, he told him that Sidney Pollack guy, he told him, "Is like, yeah, man, I was there i saw what happened and you don't know who you're messing with the these people can can get you if they need to get you so he's kind of like just you need to forget about it and then i guess he brought up that girl uh about mandy and it talked about nick and he's like nick's all right he's back to where he needs to be and uh the girl just just died he goes nothing Nothing you can do about it. It says, Bill is concerned about Nick's disappearance and Mandy's death, whom correctly identifies him as the masked orgy participant who sacrificed herself to him. Ziggler claims Nick is safe and Mandy died from an accidental overdose due to drug addiction. Um, for me, as an audience, uh, I'm pretty sure they probably just beat the hell out of Nick and sent him on his way because I don't think they would have took him back to his hotel and... Made, let him grab all his, his belongings. I'm sure they beat the hell out of him, told him to shut up, and we'll never see you again. But Mandy, I think they did kill. I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I think they killed her and then just said uh, it was an overdose. Who knows? Maybe they made her take whatever so she would die. So it wouldn't be like, well, we killed you. Uh, like physically, they probably just forced her to take these drugs or whatever. And she ended up dying. That's just me thinking, I, I don't know. We don't really go into it. It says bill returns home to find a rented mask on the pillow and confides with his wife, uh, Alice about the past two days. Yeah. He gets home and he's just feeling super guilty about all this stuff about basically getting his family in danger with these, with these rich people and he's just like he's cuz he sees the mask when he walks in um and that that that, that kind of, it was just more questions for me like did she know where he went did she know what was going on what he went through the past uh, couple of days i don't know i mean but he I, he basically sees it and he just breaks down and starts crying and tells her what happened and then he's just like, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm glad everything's all right and all, all this and there. And I'm like, well, what did he did? did he tell her? I'm sure he did because I probably was scared um, for his life, I mean, maybe more for his family, for his wife and his daughter's life. And I'm sure he just spilt the beans and told her the whole thing and all the craziness he had seen that night and then going over to some street hooker's house and um seeing Bores the blade and his daughter being sold to asian guys and all kinds of craziness and then it says okay the next day they go christmas shopping with their daughter and bill apologized to alice he suggests they should do something as soon as possible which bill asks what she means and alice simply responds responds with the word this is the part my wife hated she goes oh that was a stupid ending because yeah she's telling her like look well there's only one thing we can do. And he's like. Uh, well what is that? And then she goes. Fuck. And then that's your movie. <laughs> um, It's a crazy film. If you guys have seen this. Again it all takes place during the holidays. There's Christmas stuff all throughout the whole thing. And. It was a weird movie. I mean, the first time I saw this, I kinda like, what what the hell's happening? <laughs> so why is it called Eyes Wide Shut? I mean, you come up with your own explanation if you've seen this film. It was streaming on Paramount Plus. I don't see it streaming anywhere anymore. But this movie, I love it. Um, I've watched it a bunch of times and I still like, whoa, what's happening? Would I would I put myself in this situation? First of all, I wouldn't um am i curious what goes on at these big giant rich people sex orgies of course i am but would i go to one i don't think so i know no way um there ain't no super duper rich people in my area anyway <laughs> but even if there was i don't think i would go uh to one of those things i've seen some crazy things in my life but i, I don't think i want to see something like this this is like stuff that haunts you <laughs> and i'm sure it's haunting him uh for the rest of his life constantly being uh like looking over your shoulder, is there some guys in suits gonna come and blow my brains out, or anything? if if anything, man, this is just me thinking. If anything, if they're gonna kill him, they're gonna get his his wife and his daughter first, then get him. So, but I, they said we have people watching, and and I'm sure. I mean, the the kind of circle that uh, the bill is is rolling with. I mean, obviously, all rich people, uh, lawyers, doctors, and and what have you. Um, I'm sure the, all the, all those crazy people he knows, I mean, his buddy was at that party and he's rich. So, I mean, he's lucky that his buddy told him like, look, man, I was there and I saw and you need to just keep your mouth shut or who knows. I don't know, man. There's a lot to take from this film. If you've seen it and you hate it and you think it was stupid. Okay. That's your prerogative. But I love this film um again it's not my favorite uh of the stanley kubrick's films and i remember the announcement when i remember uh, i think it was on mtv movie awards or whatever tom cruise won for something and he had filmed the video yeah i'm on the set right now filming with uh the new stanley kubrick film and i remember being wow there's another movie he's coming i didn't know it was gonna be his last film but again he's left us with a lot of good stuff definitely check out uh some of his films if you haven't seen them you've probably seen maybe one or two but just go back and watch his, his older things there's their wheel, but for me again, what I love about Stanley Kubrick is the way he films his movies. Um, it's it's just amazing. I love those long dolly shots, especially during uh, during uh, The Shining. I think that's one that always comes to my mind when uh, Danny's riding his little um, three wheeler down his little big wheel through the uh, through the hotel, and and the camera's like right behind him. I think all that is just awesome. Uh, as well as uh, the beginning scene of Full Metal Jacket when um, the the sergeant is walking and yelling and talking to everyone and the camera just rolls right along with him as he's going along. I just love those type of shots. There's a lot of stuff like that. Even during in this film when uh, Bill's Tom Cruise, his character's walking through the mansion and walking through all these orgy rooms. The camera's right behind him and just following him as he's walking around. I mean, I just love the way... Oh, excuse me. Stanley Kubrick uh, Kubrick makes his films, but anyway, that's it. I could go all night. Uh, I would love to do a rewind for this with someone that's uh, that loves this movie as much as I do to really kind of break it down and what uh, other people think. I'm just kind of giving you the the short short end version of it, just giving you what it is. Um, but definitely check it out um, if you haven't seen. If you've listened to this whole thing and, and it's kind of sparking your interest, I mean, there's nothing really to spoil. It's just like we, a bunch of weirdness going on on the screen. But, all right, everyone. That's going to be it. Oh, really, really quick. quick. Budget was $65 million and it boxed office a $162.1 million. All right. That was a, that was a big uh, payday for someone. I don't know if uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Nicole Kidman got uh, a ton of money for this, which they probably did. But well, who knows? Maybe they just wanted to work. Uh, was Stanley Kubrick, but anyway. Oh, this was based off of. Oh, I don't even know how to say this word. It's a novel uh, written by Arthur ooh, Schitzenziller. I don't know how to say that name. Um, trauma novel. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> go look it up. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Uh, eyes wide shut, everyone. Uh, But anyway, that's going to be it this episode. Uh, Come back for more. We've still got a lot more episodes for you here on uh, ESP's uh, 12 Random Days of Christmas. So until then, be safe out there and party on. You are free. But I warn you. If you make any further inquiries, or if you say a single word to anyone about what you have seen, There will be the most dire consequences for you and your family. Do you understand?